Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Good morning. Welcome to our Biz How To series on The Breakfast Show. I'm Lin Lee. Thanks for joining us. Did you know that your business location can easily determine the success or failure of your business venture? Well, that is especially so for brick and mortar shops. Regardless of what you're selling or who you're selling to, many business owners say location, location, location. It could even change how your brand is perceived by customers. And that's why today we're tackling the subject of how to choose the perfect location for your shop. To help us wrap our heads around this, we're very privileged to have with us a bakery owner who started her business as a home-based one during the circuit breaker, then turned it into a physical store at Penang Road back in 2021 before starting a second one right in the heart of Jewel Changi Airport late last year. And that's none other than MasterChef Singapore Season 1 runner-up Genevieve Lee, who's also the founder of Sour Bomb Bakery. Very good morning to you, Genevieve. Welcome to the Hi, show. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm good. It's very early. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for waking up early for us. At the point when you decided to turn your home-based business into a physical store, what exactly went through your mind when considering what kind of shop space you needed? Of course, keeping in mind that you did all of that while the COVID-19 pandemic persisted. Yeah, so actually the COVID-19 pandemic was a good time for us to start a home-based business because anyway, we're all stuck at home anyways. Um, and it was kind of like the, the starting point for us because we had to figure out how to start a business from whatever means that we have. So at a point in time, because I was just a graduate and my direction was quite clear. I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to open a cafe of some sort. We started off with just experimenting with bakes at home. Like we just opened up the website, not expecting anything. And it was a huge hit. And we were like, okay, it could be a business. And of course, home business has a lot of perks to it. It looks really nice on paper. Mm-hmm. There's no overheads. You don't need to pay rent. You're essentially just making a business out of what you already have. And it sounds really good because it's all the profit with none of the loss, right? Um, but actually, there's a lot of restrictions mm-hmm. to home-based businesses. So it's not all like nice and dainty as, as it seems. The one thing is the space. Definitely a home is not a production kitchen. Mm. It's not some place that you should be like producing food out of because of the food safety regulations mm. and also manpower. So at any one point, we were doing about 70 to 100 orders a day. Mm. And I would say for like myself and my mom as a helper, for me, right, for the bakery, it's just a lot of work to do. And we were like pulling all nighters, um, not sleeping, doing all the deliveries. Mm. And it got so dangerous at one point because we were not sleeping through the night mm. and then still had to do deliveries, which means that we were driving. And on the road, like we were like dozing off. So oh, I was dear. like, okay, this is really not sustainable. We really need to make it a legit business. And, so that's like, why you look into a physical store, process. right? Mm. So Correct. yeah, not just to improve uh, efficiencies, but to improve safety as well. <laughs> Tell us where, yeah. which were some of the areas you considered back then, the locations. Were there surprising um, options along the way? We were basically on commercial guru like all the time. Mm. And then we found places like shop houses to kind of like abandoned building almost. Like there, there were some like really abandoned building which used to be like office building mm-hmm. that was up for sale as well. 
um, neighborhood to town areas to everywhere. Um, but mostly what we did was just to go down to the space, look at the space and see if it catered to what we needed. So what a lot of people don't know, right, is that for F&B business, there's a lot of regulations that is involved. Like for one, the space has to be F&B uh, certified. If it's not, you actually have to apply for change of use and it costs about thirty to $40,000 upfront which is something that you do not want to be paying for because it has to be F&B certified first before you're like, okay, this is a space that I would even look into, right? Mm. Some people fall into the trap of not checking that and then they're starting a business and they get basically fine and you can close up. <laughs> mm. um, and compared to the prices that they are at, because uh, F&B certified business or uh, space, actually cost usually much higher mm. than just a uh, retail space. I mean, it's just for uh, normal goods and like clothes and fashion. That's one thing you have to look out for. And then also if it has like the power that you need mm. for all your equipment, the grease trap. And then lastly is of course like the front page. It has to be big. It has to be bright, you know. So for me, when I saw at night painting, I know it was a bit of a quieter era, uh, lesser footfall, but of course with that, it comes with a lower pricing, lower entry point for my first business, and it's in town. So it's like, why not? Because it's a central location as well. And a big glass frontage was really what I was looking at. Yeah, I've actually passed by your shop at Penang Road, actually. So was it based more on the rental or other logistical issues as well, such as installing machines like ovens, for example? Mm. Yes, so actually it had everything that we need. It was an all-rounder across the board. So price was right, location was central, the landlord was really, really nice and they actually provided everything that we needed. For example, a three-phase power that not everywhere actually provides. And three-phase is what you need for combi ovens, your big ovens and everything. Uh, Also, if you want to upgrade the power, comes at another cost, like 20000 30000 So all this adds up, right? And then they also had crease trap. They had like a exhaust system in place. They just needed to install a hood, you know. So everything was kind of like perfect. Mm. I would say as a first location, it was really perfect. Okay. <laughs> Aside from that space, uh, Genevieve, we understand that you now also have another store at Changi Jewel. That's obviously very different, a very different shop space profile. Why the choice to venture into such a different shop space, assuming that the overheads there are quite high? Mm-hmm. So with Bomb, when we first started a business, mm-hmm. as you can see from the visuals and everything, we had a very clear line of sight. Mm. Uh, we really wanted to franchise the business out because to be honest, Singapore's market is not super huge and if you venture out it will be bigger returns you know so we look at Changi as kind of like our stepping stone um, mm. because it is such a renowned and prestigious Singapore icon that's right and also it's just right at the gate of you know where people are flying in flying mm. out you know mm. so we are expecting to put our brand there to kind of like set the tone for the brand that mm. we want to you know venture out and like we want to be known, be seen and everything. And Jewel was really the place to do it. And also like we got a very prominent location mm-hmm. at that time, right beside the Apple store. It was the same level of Shake Shack. It was right at the entrance of Jewel. And I was like, the moment I saw it, I was like, take, you know, don't <laughs> think maybe just take, you know. 
Yeah, so I mean, of course, it comes with like quite a high price point mm-hmm. um, compared to nine pinning. Mm-hmm. But I would say that we already got you know the better end of the stick because wow. we got it during COVID time. So mm-hmm. that's definitely the prices was a bit more kinder to us, and of course, that also contributed to us being like, okay, let's do it because it's the right time, right place, right location, everything. Right, mm. and the moment we opened, all the COVID restrictions was lifted, so it was all like really smooth sailing, I would say. And until now, we have operated about six, seven months, and I could see, you know, the benefits of staying at a high football area. Mm. Our sales are very consistent, and you get a lot of attention as well. Mm. Okay, in your opinion, in the bigger scheme of things, how important is the location of a shop space to a business like yours? Super. Super important. Super important. So, okay. Like every location, it takes a really long time. So like finding a girlfriend and boyfriend, <laughs> you don't know when the right one's gonna come along. But like you just have to keep looking and you just have to like keep your hopes up. But it's super important because once you commit to an area, you know, like you know the overheads that I was talking about, um, all the renovation costs, all these things, right? You have already committed to. So it's like, why don't you want to commit to a shiny boyfriend? You know. Instead of, you know, committing to one that you're just like, oh, maybe, you know, just passing by, just dating, you know. Yeah, you do not want to do that. You don't want to commit, you know, all the effort and all the energy and money, you know, into a space that is a maybe. You have to commit to one that is like, yes, perfect, mm. 100%, you know. So, and also, like, it definitely contributes in the long run to the business. My business was built on hype, right? I would say mm. very clearly it's donuts. It's not everyday food. We understand that very well. So the challenge is always to see like how do we keep going, how do how to keep it up. And football mm-hmm. is a biggest one of the biggest attributors to mm. whether it'll be successful in one, two, three years or will it just go down in three months? Because okay. if there's no people walking past then you basically have no one to sell to. With many business owners, much of setting up the business itself is trial and error. So if you could do all of this again, would you have gone for the same shop spaces that you had gone with and why? Yeah, I definitely would have gone with this. Okay, nine pinning, I would say, some people would say that, oh, I think by now you would think that nine pinning is not a good choice. Because to be honest, the football there isn't great. And like I said, it's over two and a half years already and we could definitely see the effects of you know not having a good football just living on a hype kind of situation but just basically I would say sailing like just not exciting picks not really bad downs as well but just sailing but I would say for my first store it was a very strategic like location mm. because it was cheap and it was central mm. which means that when we were very high right like everyone could come to us and everyone could access us mm. and there was a parking nearby there was MRT everything so That's right. the crowd was crazy you know so I, I definitely would not look at that and be like oh that was nothing you know mm. it was definitely a big attributed to how we were successful first and mm. then we could eventually kind of afford Jewel as well <laughs> yeah just very quickly, with regards to your intention to franchise your business, any new plans in the pipeline just yet? Um, we are looking at spaces actually everywhere, but setting our sights onto Indonesia and Thailand first. I think because they are Southeast Asia and closer to us, and of course the market there is also quite huge and have a sweet tooth. Like, I would say easy, easy entry. And then eventually, if we can, you know, going to further places like the US, Switzerland, maybe Saudi Arabia even. Because we got 
a few contacts from there. But, you know, we are open. If anyone wants to look into franchising with us, you know, just give us a call or email us. We are always on the lookout. Genevieve, we wish you all the very best. Thank you for speaking with us this morning. Thank Genevieve you very Lee, much. founder of Sour Bomb Bakery and MasterChef Singapore Season 1 runner-up. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.